This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April the 6th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, as usual, start with the coronavirus rant. Uh, once again, my job put me in the line of fire. Um, as far as being around the coronavirus, uh, wore my mask, protected myself, uh, washed my hands, sanitized everything, and uh feel pretty good man um no symptoms no fever um so we'll see two to 14 days if you know being around it did i get infected or whatever but i feel pretty good at this moment and that's it um the uh numbers for the coronavirus keep going up up and up uh Um, at my job, I met this, uh, older gentleman who works for, we work for the same place and, uh, you know, in a day and age where people are just not nice, he was like really cool, man. And it was just refreshing to be around somebody that was nice at my place of employment. Cause that rarely happens. Like, um, so I don't know, man. Um, this coronavirus thing is like ruining everything. It's crazy. Ruining life, pretty much. Everything's at a standstill. So I just hope that we can get back to some sense of uh, normalcy in this country, in the world, really. And, um,. You know, I don't know what to say, man. I'm just, I just never thought the world would be like this. I mean, in certain states, they're putting tracking devices on people who are not complying with quarantine. I mean, wouldn't it just be easier to put a police officer outside of their house or a security guard? Or something like that. Like you got really got to put an ankle monitor on them. It is what it is man. Um, So that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant. Let me know what you think about that. Next segment is entitled. Did PJ Williams. Leave too early. PJ Williams from Ocala Florida. Six foot. Basically 200 pounds. Um, 82 career tackles 
four career interceptions. His best year was the national championship year where he had three for uh, 24 yards. He was a pretty good corner. Um, drafted in the third round by the New Orleans Saints. Um, I think he got traded. Um, let me see. I want to say he got traded. Let me see. Um, still looking up that information. I want to say, let me see. I want to say he got traded from. Uh, no, he's still with the Saints. I don't know why I was thinking he got traded, man. Okay, yeah, he's still with the Saints. I don't know why I was thinking that. All right, so he's been with the Saints virtually his whole career. And, um, which is basically five seasons. And he's had a couple of different numbers. 36, 25, 26, 26. So, um... Did he leave too early? Uh, no, nah, he's still in the league. He's still a productive player. So, I mean, he gambled and he, I mean, he got drafted in the third round, in the third round, and he, you know, he's still in the league being a productive player. So I would say, yeah, he, he, um, he did the right thing for sure. Um, so let me know what you think about PJ Williams. Uh, did he leave too early? Um, I say no. Um, moving on to the next segment, which is entitled, this is a early test for Norvell. And basically what I mean by that is this coronavirus thing. You know, I think he was making a lot of headway with this team. And now that I guess I'm guessing that all the players had to go home because they are student athletes. They had to go back to wherever they're from, like their hometowns or whatever. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot more challenging to build that rapport and camaraderie with your team from a head coach perspective. Um but man, um, I mean, this is, I mean, you just look at other programs that are well-established like the Clemsons, the Ohio States, the LSUs, the Alabamas, you know, they can take a month or two here because everybody knows the program. But for a new guy with a new staff going into a big-time university like Florida State, I mean, where patient, I mean, where fans have no patience. I mean, it's gonna be difficult because this is this is lost time right here. I mean, I think the spring game was supposed to be like in a couple weeks, so um, I don't know. You know, um, 
I had seen some on the internet where the strength and conditioning coach Storms was trying to do whatever with the strength and conditioning. Uh, I mean, it's really an early test for the whole staff. I mean, like I said, I maybe they're doing like a FaceTime or something and just doing installs that way. I don't know. But one would hope that uh, they would, uh, you know, they would keep going. So and figure out some kind of way to, um, you know, keep everything going. So that's going to do it for that segment. Let me know what you think about it. This is a early test for Norvell. Um, moving on to the next segment. Did Dalvin Cook set the bar too high for running backs at Florida State? I mean, the actual name of the segment is did Dalvin Cook set the bar too high, but I added a little something onto it. I think he did, man. I just, I'm not going to say he's better than Warwick Dunn, but Dalvin Cook did more with less. Okay. I mean, he had he had Jameis Winston for one year, and his sophomore and his junior year, you know, the quarterbacks pretty much sucked. So, not seeing Dalvin Cook yet. There he is, 14, 15, 16. All right, so, I mean, just crazy awards. Um, he's from Miami. Um career totals and yards 4,464 he had 1691 his June well he had 1,008 his freshman year with eight touchdowns then he had 1691 in 2015 with 19 touchdowns and 2016 1765 with 19 touchdowns so he, he was a beast man um I'm going to say he's, I mean, I can't put him over Ward Dunn. I'm just sorry. But I will say he did more with less. I will give him his props on that. But Ward Dunn is my dog, man. I just I just can't do it. I mean, if you, if, if you twist my arm, I'll probably say, okay, yeah, Dalvin Cook is the better back. Um, similar skill set. You know, can do everything pretty much. Um, he's not as versatile as McCaffrey, but he's like a shade up under that. He can't line up at receiver and run prolific routes like McCaffrey, but he's like the next tier behind that. And uh, I, I just don't. I thought I thought Cam Akers was gonna be that next guy, but. Cam Akers did, I mean, he did less with less. Because <laughs> the offensive line has gotten progressively worse since Dalvin Cook was there and when he left. The offensive line has gotten progressively worse. So until we change the offensive line dynamic, um, I don't really see a running back coming in there and, you know, trailblazing. 
So um, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Did Dalvin Cook set the bar too high? Last segment. And, um, you know, usually I would say this kind of stuff for like Thanksgiving. But, I mean, just being thankful, man. Just being thankful to be alive. Being thankful that I, I, I'm able to go to work. I'm not laid off. I'm not applying for unemployment. I mean, I'm just thankful, man. And appreciative. I mean, you know, this whole coronavirus thing and quarantine, it just makes you appreciate the the simple things in life. Like just going outside, like just being able to go grocery shopping. Right. Just being able to, you know, have the freedom to go wherever you want. You know, some people just take that for granted. And I mean, you see, it can be taken away in an instant. These people do not care. It can be taken away in an instant. Over a pandemic. So just be just be just be thankful, man. Because all the freedoms that we enjoy in this country, we take for granted. And a lot of people complain about this country and it's not perfect. It needs a lot of work. But this country, this the citizens of this country enjoy a lot of freedoms that a lot of countries don't get to enjoy. Like some countries, they, they, they suppress your, your internet to where you can't search for certain stuff okay they they in in some countries when the media tries to speak out about certain issues they die they get killed um they don't do that here um i'm pretty sure some people would like for that to happen (laughs) but i i particularly particularly like freedom of press um so I, I don't agree with the ankle monitoring system for uh, quarantine. I think you should put a police officer outside that person's house or a security guard or something. You know, I mean, that could actually be a job for someone to watch, you know, people that's under quarantine. And if they come and go somewhere, you report them. So and. You know, all you can do is just write them a ticket or whatever you got to do. Because, um, I mean, at the end of the day, when you put an ankle monitor on them, I mean, I guess that can, like, track who, where they go and who they infect. And you can warn those people or whatever. But, you know, this whole quarantine thing has to be a group effort. Everybody has to be in on it for it to succeed. So, um Again, I'm I'm appreciative for everything that I have. And uh, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on uh, it's available anywhere. Podcasts are available and um, be kind, be courteous, be thankful, appreciate what you have. Appreciate these hard times. Hopefully better times are coming. I certainly hope they are. And uh, as always, go Knowles.